Everybody, all of you, all you threes of people out there. <laughs> my, my microphone did a man. We haven't on me. done this in a little while, Kath and uh, Catherine and I were out of town for a little bit, and um, well, Susan apparently has forgotten to use the microphone. How to use the microphone? I, I know, I know. It was aimed down at the it, table. It just did a droop on me. A big <laughs> oh, droop. Okay, yeah, yeah, just the us- right. usual droop. Well, they have a they have a medication for that. <laughs> we could send away for uh, yeah and at my age who would want that anyway <laughs> yeah, really, so. I know right it's like, so uh, thanks for tuning yeah. in one more time for to stop me if yep. I've heard this That's we, right. uh, we sort of thought we were going to stop but you know we like hanging out with each other and we, we're paid through January <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> so, so we after, are going to stop after January. We'll see how that friendship is doing. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. But I love this because both of us now. Yesterday was hot. The day yeah, before that was right? hot. Oh yeah, eighties. And, and today we're both in our long sleeves. Get breaking out the sweaters. The sweaters. I know it's sweater weather today. Yeah. I love that. Supposed to get up to sixty-eight. I really want rain. I mean, I've never wanted rain more than I wanted it right now. I just—it's so no. dry. Really? Oh, every okay. every oh, place. I drove over the east of the mountains. Um, I drove to well, not east of these mountains. I went up the gorge and then over to Zilla. And it's a dust bowl. Mm. It's just a dust bowl. Yeah, right. and it's they're they're harvesting right now over there. So and they're taking down the corn stalks and stuff. So oh. that, so that just creates a ton of dust. Oh God, yeah. It's just everywhere. It's, I felt so bad for him. I saw a pollen storm yesterday outside of. Uh, <gasps> oh, we were yeah, out. You, at, that's yeah. right. You were there for that. Dwight that came was into town. Unbelievable. Uh, and we were having coffee, and it was just a cloud of yellow. Just it was, the, the it wind was coming. It was coming right off of that um, white. That white. It was a white spruce, wasn't it? Yeah, it like was a, a tree. I can tell a, you that much. It had cones on it, but it was just <laughs> tons and tons of spores, everything. And it just I've kept never doing seen that. it. I, yeah. Unbelievable. Never seen that much pollen. I mean, it was it was a cloud. And we could have been sitting outside, and I was really glad we oh, weren't. Oh, God, no kidding, right? I was really glad we didn't sit outside. But, yeah, it's uh, I love the wind. It's exciting. I always thought wind is cool. Except for <laughs> we have this big fire going on over in, uh, across the river in Clark County. Oh, yeah, up in the yeah no, it's today? up in no, it's up in the reserve. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's 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 knocking on Washougal's door. Oh God! Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to get some rain starting this weekend. It's supposed to last for a week. I uh, hope so. Moderate amount of rain for like a week straight. So well, um, a moderate amount will help. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll help. I I'm getting my backyard ready. I just you know took I'm ready. Down. I'm ready for. Fall. Oh, I do have a. Did I tell? Okay, I have to tell a story. Did I tell a story about this? What? The air conditioner? No. Okay, well, we we'll okay, I do have a story to tell. Oh, today. Yay! good. All right, cool. <laughs> well, you want to go ahead and tell it, or no? No, that's fine. Let's uh, let's uh, yeah. Well, okay, we. I'm getting ready for. Um, by the way, thank you for stopping in to stop me if I've heard this. I just thought we should say the name of the podcast so Art and I don't we? forget. Nope. Oh, well, um, okay. Yeah, that is the name. <laughs> In case you thought you were listening to something else. I know. That's what you're listening to. <laughs> I know. This is this is us one more time. <laughs> Old people having coffee. 
Um, so we, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I've shrunk. I've shrunk to the point of ridiculousness now. I, I mean, height wise, I am now, I used to be five, three and three quarters. Uh-huh. I was five, three and three quarters, which is not tall, but it's not, it's when you lose an inch and a half oh, yeah. or two inches, right. you are that you, you feel it. So my, everything is harder for me to reach. So I took out my air conditioner that I had in the window in the front bedroom, which is the TV room. And I used to put, turn that on and get it cool in there and stuff like that. And then I have one in my kitchen window. Right. And, um, which is harder because I have to go across the sink and I've got a belly. I've got, you know, and it's up above and then I have to get it above the, um, the faucet. Right. And, and I can see that's, yeah. that would be a really difficult angle to, to put an air conditioner. Yeah, right. So you have to be able to lift it quite high off, you yeah. know, you off, to the, lift it off the countertop. Out from your body, it yeah. looks like about three feet. Yeah. So it's, <clears> uh, <throat> and I don't, I don't have that capacity. I don't think I could do that. No. Uh, I, I have to get up Usually there. my neighbor who's, who's about, he's almost six foot, uh, comes over and helps me do it. Oh, there you but go. he's working like 12, 15 hour days. Oh, and so okay. I just couldn't. So I thought, you know, and I'm just one of these people when I want to do something, I want to do it. So I'm done now. So I got the other one out by taking it out. It was heavy. And I put it on something and I drug it across the, across the carpeting to, uh-huh. to the front. It wasn't far. It wasn't, it wasn't hard, but this one. So See, my, I would have pushed it on my hands my, and knees with my My, my brother decided he wanted to come over and see me. I said, good, I have something for you to do. Forgetting that he's 77 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And in great shape. Barry's in great shape. Yeah. I mean, he is. He walks like seven, eight miles a day. He lifts weights. He does all that stuff. But he's not always cognitive at the moment. <laughs> Neither am I. Uh-huh. So anyway, so it was, so we came over and, and I said, I need you to help me take the air conditioner out. And usually I go outside, hold the back of it. And then he, he pushes, somebody would push the window up and pull it, pull it towards into the other. Yes. Way. Right. So, uh, I'm explaining to him what I'm going to do. I said, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to come around and, and, but you're going to have to push the window up. And he went, oh, there's no hand. I said, yeah, you have to kind of push it, put your hand on the win- window yeah. and push it up. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and it went falling out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so he did it right then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that, he was shocked. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, oh, oh. And I, and I start laughing. I yeah. started laughing. And I go, dumb and dumber. Right well, here, dumb and dumber. You know, I, I, I have to tell you, I did a really similar thing with ours. Because those window units like that, yeah. they're held in by the window. Yeah. All the weight yeah. of it, it leans back into the window to hold it in place. Yeah. And every year, we've, I've always gotten somebody out there. Well, this year, for some reason, I thought maybe I could hold on to it with my fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I was right. kind of like reaching over going, okay, so yeah. you have to push the window up. Oh, God. And so he, he just, oh, like this? And he went, oh, yeah, look at, oh, it's hard. And then he pushed and uh-huh. it went up and it went, oh. And I went, oh. And that's a drop, too, outside well, your it, window. Yeah, it went right, because I had moved everything, because I knew oh, I was going to go out God. to pick the oh, thing up. Oh, yeah. So anyway, 
so he goes, he felt so bad. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, don't feel bad, because I know what you're buying me for my birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I'll buy you a new one. I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> anyway, we, it, you know something? It was fine. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's probably not hurt. I can, replace, I can replace the side pieces, and I can, uh-huh. I swear to God, I, if I told this story <laughs> on the last podcast, I am uh-uh. so sorry. No. But, um. And we turned it on. Damn thing works. Yeah. It works. They're tough. Those things are built tough. Built so I, Ford tough. I thought, <laughs> I'm fine. Not to worry, yep. you know, and everything. But I now I have something to hold over on him. Oh, yeah. You know? That's <laughs> great. I got something. You, well, you broke my, what, my, my Remember when you, uh, I spent uh, a lot of money on that air conditioner. It sort of works now, but it makes a loud noise. But I no, don't think, don't worry about it. <laughs> I know. See, we're you lucky. Know, we are. You can't do that to a friend, but you can do it to a brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Our unit only has about a foot to fall outside of our window, and it, there's like a garage roof outside our window. Oh, yeah. So it was okay, and it right. didn't hurt it or anything, but, but still. you had to get up on the roof then to get it. No, we had to go out, yeah, go through our window and stand out there, okay. like I should have been doing to begin with. Okay. I don't know what the hell. I had a friend helping me, and we both did it. It's. I think it happens more often than I'm that. I'm sure it you know? does, and yeah. God, can you imagine being in a, an apartment in New York, and you're on the eighth floor? Well, you know, <laughs> so I, that's how people die. I know. He right? said, he said, he goes, he goes, I don't know why you have these damn things anyway. I go, oh, excuse me. Mm. He lived in a brick house for, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. they were there 40 years. Right. I'm going to say it wasn't until they lived there for 35 years before uh-huh. Barry broke down and just said, oh, it's just too damn hot in here. <laughs> well, no kidding, jerk. So he... He had he had air conditioners put in the house. It's central air. He, he had sort like, of central. He had yeah, those right. ones that the units up on the ceiling. Okay, yeah. Those yeah. really yeah nice mm-hmm. ones and stuff. Yeah, but right. Yeah, he spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, I cheap. can't afford that. I, know, I get right. an air conditioner unit. Yeah, for the we window. looked into it too, and if we're nah, I got just get a fan. And the I'll way that this myself. weather's going, it's yeah. You know, I think the next fundraiser that I want to do is I want to start raising money for people elderly people that can't afford air conditioning in their homes yeah, to get right. air conditioners put in their homes yeah, for the summer times idea. because we had people this summer died yeah, they, right. and last mm-hmm. summer died in their homes because fans just weren't yeah. cutting it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a fan is not going to do anything but move hot air around. So anyway, uh, but yeah. that's, uh, so that was my funny story of oh my um, God. how, I wish uh, I could say I've never done that. But. Old old people, old people trying <laughs> trying to do stupid stuff. Anyway. Oh God. Anyway, so you are still you. Have you recuperated from um, the trip? Let's talk about the trip. Uh, or do you want to talk about the memorial service this weekend? Oh yeah, first. let's. Yeah. yeah, you know I'm. I'm going to start out. Uh, please. Yeah, because that's what Dwight was in town for. He flew into town. Uh, Kermit Apio drove down from uh, <coughs> Seattle. Dwight Slade, Kermit Apio, both national headliners and wonderful, wonderful comedians for anybody who doesn't know who that right. is. Right, yeah. And, and go watch their videos online. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, Greg Moreland was there, oh, a magician gosh, yeah. friend who we've known for and years and years. Milt, Ch- Milt, Milt was Abel. there. Milt yeah. Abel, our buddy Milt. Right. Um, and... You know, I, I think more people would have been there, but I, I don't know that they had a really exhaustive list of people to contact. I don't know. I, I, you know, and they're going through the grief. I, I, anything, any shortcomings of we a, should, I should a have guest list. I, I didn't know what uh, they I, had. Yeah, Don had, you know, I just assumed that Leslie had Portland Night and Day emails, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
and all of that kind of stuff. Well, and yeah, I don't know. Hard, hard to say how much they used her as a resource and if yeah. she still has that. Um, yeah. I thought maybe a couple, of, or at least one other. I thought I, David Tribble would be there. Uh, I, I thought didn't David think, would be, be there, too. I didn't think Pat Wilson would be there, but no, well, she's Pat's in New, New Orleans. Orleans so yeah, that's, she's in New Orleans. That's tricky. Um, uh, Becky from Sterling Talent, I thought might. But I, I don't know, honestly, that they were notified. Uh, tell you the truth. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, Peggy Winkle, you know. Uh, you know, people that she's, were friends of hers all along. Other agents, I thought mm-hmm. there'd be a little more representation but right. i don't know who peggy winkle is but i love that um name. celebration music uh, she would have loved to have a name like i know that's not great that's a great name that's a great name ladies and gentlemen peggy winkle that's a great name yeah that's like a kid's show you host a kid's show i know <laughs> yeah you're not you're not <laughs> you're not going to be a top 10 rock and roll star <laughs> uh, honestly i think she kind of drifted apart from them because they drifted towards trump and Donna wasn't having it. Oh, hell no. So I think they weren't that close yeah. in the end. Um, anyhow, um, it was uh, it was a good service. It was what it needs to be. It, it needs a- to be a chance for people to process the grief, process this horrible loss, kind of relatively sudden loss of somebody that means so much to us all. Um, it, and um, you wrote a, a wonderful speech that I, you asked me to read because I would cry a little less than you, I guess. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten through it. You wouldn't have made it through I that have, speech. I wouldn't have made it. Well, can I tell you, I didn't make it through I yours. Didn't, I didn't think I'd. Be, or my thoughts no, afterwards. No. I was choking up. I was like uh, that football player who's retiring from football after his whole life, and he's choking, choking back Just tears. And I, I honestly, to the point where. I looked at Nicole and said, God, you kept it better than I did, <laughs> together I know, better I than know. I am here. You know, know, And she had a rough time of it. Both Nicole and Brie, her daughters, um, did a, a great job of really expressing their f- thoughts and their feelings. And um, I don't think anybody expects anybody to yeah. who loves someone to get up and speak without tears. I, yeah. I mean, it's always amazing. I was always amazed when I was amazed at Dave's uh, memorial, the yeah. church service. Mm-hmm. When Quentin got up, yeah, his son, right, and he was very eloquent. And, and he was uh, eloquent, and then he sang a song. Yeah, he played it. He played it. Played a guitar oh God, piece. That's amazing, yeah. And I and I was like, this kid has has he's uh, he's gonna go someplace and scream. Yeah. Because how hard is that? Yeah. To lose your father, and then do that. And right. they were, <coughs> you know, Dave was a great dad. Yeah. So. Um, Kermit made a joke because he got stuck in traffic. <laughs> he oh, showed up late. Of course. <laughs> he made a joke about Donna would have cracked up. And, uh, right. I just told him, well, you missed my closer. I did the blue ski hood. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been there. <laughs> uh, well, and Kermit's always been on Hawaiian time anyway. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> so, uh, he knows know. as well, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, I think... Um, I think uh, I think the people that that Donna, I mean that that would have meant a lot to her. Just having yeah. those, you know. Those I'm sure it did mean a lot to her daughters. Uh, Jeff Jeff uh, uh, Cummins. Um, Dan uh, Dan Cummings would yeah. have been the other one that she mm-hmm. would have loved to have. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, but that's Spokane, and that's five hours. I don't know if he's Spokane or L.A. Is oh, is he? he? I don't know either. Yeah, I don't I'm think sure. he lives in Spokane anymore. Oh, okay, all right. In any case, yeah, I'm sure there were plenty of comedians. Uh, Carl was there. Um, 
that uh, Carl, Carl Wolfson, Wolfson yeah, and Gary Dale. And, and Gary, yep. Uh, it was a nice reception afterwards. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, all the comedians had a chance to kind of joke around a little bit and process it. You know, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that it felt good to me as much as I felt like um, I looked emotionally unstable by the end of it. You didn't. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> it felt really good to me. And this is, a, a, you know, I, I cracked some made some little lighthearted jokes along the way. Well, I told a story uh, that about a gig she sent me out on and I, I guess got a laugh here and there. I didn't want to keep it straight. I couldn't, I, I, don't, I owed it to her to, to make, get some laughs. I right. felt of course she would have been mad if there weren't laughs. Honestly, yeah. she would have been upset with that. Anyhow, it what really felt good as a friend and a comedian to be able to be like a conduit for their feelings. I think a lot of people were feeling the same things I was. Um, and to help with the processing of it, you know, that's what it feels good. Because right. no, most people don't want to get up and speak in front of a crowd. And truthfully, I didn't really want to either. But I felt like I should because it's something I can offer. Something It's a skill that I have uh, as a speaker, a public speaker. Right. That I, It's a gift that I can give to them. And I felt like it was a gift. I felt like I was giving them the gift of um, helping everybody process some exactly. of the thoughts and feelings exactly. that they were having and I was having. And, you know, it was just, a, you know, kind of after I read your thing, I just said, well, this sucks, doesn't it? None <laughs> yes. of us wants to be here today doing this. No. And um, uh, it felt real. It felt genuine. It felt uh, your your words were... were no. Um, they were, I can't tell you, I should have edited it. I went back and read it after after I gave it to you. And oh, I read, people I were commenting just how nice your speech was. Yeah. I'm sure they're commenting that bit should have been there. Uh, <laughs> nobody thought I mean, that. all the way up. Nobody I thought of thought her that. all the way, the whole drive. Yeah. I was thinking about Donna and, yeah. and, and just saying, you know, she was just such a conduit so, for so many of us to work our craft and to do what we wanted. Donna was there, you know, she was at the other end of the phone. And sometimes she was just brutally honest with us yeah, and said, no, you're just not right for this gig or no, you know, Susan, you, you know, you go too far sometimes or whatever it mm -hmm. is, you know, yeah. and there was times that, you know, right. there was times where I, I, I said, you know, damn Donna, what's wrong? I mean, right. why aren't you, you know, but you know, I could always approach her and say, what's yeah. the deal? And kindly, she would say, okay, this is what they want, and this is not what that you can give them. Yeah. And she was, it was a hard job for her to have to do sometimes. Yeah. And so, uh, sure. you know, and but she, she was a consummate She didn't like mother. conflict. No, she did not she like did conflict. Not like but, she, but she also realized that the people she was sending out were representing her. Yeah, right. And... You know, push comes to shove, she's got two mouths to feed. Right. You know, so there you go. And right. a person just, you know, she's got a, she's got a, an employee and stuff like that. So there's, you know, as you, as you grow into this business, you start to learn the business. Yeah. And there's so many aspects of it. So, and Donna was just, but Donna could step out of that role and just be our friend. Uh, yeah, that's kind of part of what I mentioned is that it's been a long time since I've thought of her as a booking agent and not just yeah, a friend. I know. It's been long, not just because she's not booking anymore, but because it was always uh, as much a friend as a, an agent all along, even when she was your agent. She, and that was the point that I made. And I told the story of the LaRog jeweler um, 
sushi bar that I had to do that was <laughs> that they wanted. They hired. They called her to say, "I want a singing gorilla to come sting, do a sting at my birthday." And she goes, "Well, I don't have that, but I have a comedian, you know." And you can guess how it went from there. <laughs> but uh, I told the story. You didn't get in the costume. It was no. I no. I didn't do it. All oh. I did was they. Well, yeah. I'll tell a little bit about yeah. it. Just, it's just they sent me out, and this guy said. Uh, I want you to make fun of these things. And he gave me a list of notes like what, how his husband, the butcher boy, never gets any anymore in his marriage. How oh. I sometimes can't get it up. And it was all lewd shit like that. Oh, and man. And the kids were there. They were like five and seven-year-old kids. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'll see what I can do. Of course, I didn't use any of those notes because why would you? You know, the wives and kids are there. And what? you're a stranger. I'm and a you stranger. Can't, you, that, you're going to get your ass kicked. That guy's going to step They up. acted like I was a stranger from the moment I walked up and I kind of shimmied in behind one of the moms up against the mirrored wall. Oh, my God. For double <laughs> oh the embarrassment. Oh, my God. And, um, <laughs> and they all just froze like I was um, a beggar off the street asking for money. They all just froze and started looking across the table at each other like I wasn't talking. Oh. And half an hour of that. And that was the one where the woman immediately in front of me said, this must be so hard for him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, good for her for recognizing it. But yeah, how about She didn't laugh? say it to me. Yeah, she no, said it to her. No, he must be uh, so hard for him. Yeah, and the yes, kids are tugging is. at my pants. Like, Anyhow, the point of that story was that... Um, <laughs> She defended me. I came into the office the next day, and she said they called, and they said, we'll pay the $75. Oh, my God. But we just don't even think he tried. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah, and, you know, and I was pretty hurt by that, and she could tell. And she was always on my side about that. She was. She right. wasn't the kind of an agent who would go, well, you know, you probably should have. Oh, you screwed up. Right. You know, She was like, these guys are assholes. I know what you went through, and she always kind of was mad at him before that. I know, it, yeah. She was always in our corner. She was in our corner. Totally. She was, yeah. And I don't think I had a more ardent uh, fan in all of my comedy career, honestly. I know. But she, she was. She was just. She booked that Kowloon's room, too, yeah. down in Eugene for years and years and years, the Kowloon's restaurant. Yeah, right, remember yeah. that? And I remember her. Um, it was going downhill. It was going yeah, down, and right. the comics kept telling her. It didn't start out that far up the hill either. No, it didn't. No, it did not start <laughs> up the hill. But she was doing dealing with Lewis down there, who mm -hmm. owned the who owned the restaurant. Right. And he just wasn't. He didn't care at all. And no, he didn't. they didn't prepare the room. They didn't. You know, there was no no cover. There was no. It was well. It was. But they did have a cover. They at had one a point. cover, yeah. but there was just no policing of it no. there was going to be dancing it would after. just disappear off into the kitchen or whatever. and there was nobody there running you no. know running no. interference yeah. and fights broke out and all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. were happening and the comics came back to her and go man this is this is a free-for-all down there and she yeah. kept saying okay and she'd co she she would either go down or she'd call him on the phone and say we're gonna pull this if you don't start policing the room blah 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 yeah so it got to the point where people stopped going there because uh, it was unruly, and the, the the comics just did nothing but do crowd control the whole show. Yeah, I was the last comic in there before oh. Donna lost the show. Okay, and before she shut it down, and before Lewis was like, "Well, you know, all this other stuff." And uh, I came in there, and I heard Lewis say something about, "He goes, well, we're just not going to do it anymore because you know she's just sending us 
And I stopped him and I said, no. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. She's been telling you for years and I know for a fact, blah, blah, blah. This is, you don't police this room. This is, you know, these are kids. They need to be policed. Yeah, right. They did. You know, there was a half of the crowd that really was there for the show. Really loved the show. And then the other half that was there for dancing afterwards. Well, and they even stopped the dancing afterwards too. That was, you know, but it was just, anyway. near the campus, yeah. That was the room where I had a bachelorette party sit in the front row and ignore the show completely. And the yeah. rest of the crowd's angrily looking over at him. And, and I ended up standing on the dance floor immediately behind the, the bride um, who had her back to the show, making fun of her. And then when they figured that out, out, they got all pissy and they single file marched with their little noses up in the air out of the room. Good. Bye-bye. And the audience was like practically a standing O. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, thanks Thank for you. coming, everybody. Thanks for coming, you guys. Glad you could make it. You know, <laughs> I, was just, I know. And then at the end of the night, the bartender, um, get, I got paid, and he goes, uh, you might want to wait a little bit before you go to your car. They went and got their husbands and boyfriends to kick the shit out of you for making fun of them. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the kind of customer that place had it yeah it they was that's too bad because they had this other crowd that was really good customer, yeah and yeah member and they wanted a good show eugene should have been able yeah. to sustain that if it that took time. a little a little policing like you said they just needed a bouncer at the door yeah. to say come on in enjoy yourself no table yeah. talk you know blah 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 yeah you know and it's like any other college town bar so yeah. you know, but yeah. anyway, Anyhow. but Donna Donna was always on our corner. She our was corner, always so. in our corner. I'm glad no that it was a, um, and they streamed it. That was so lovely. Yeah, I couldn't do right. it because I was driving, but I Don yeah. saw it. Don got to and see JP it. JP saw it. JP, uh, yeah, JP Lindy saw it. Yeah. Don Green saw it, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure other people got to see it too, which is lovely. Yeah, it was nice to know that. Uh, there were other people that were part of the experience because uh, you need to, something like that. You need, I don't know if it's closure, but you need at least to be able to deal with it a little bit. And I just had a long conversation with her all the way, to, all the way. Oh, nice. so, you know, I just drove nice. and thought about her and just had a conversation with her. And, you know, she's, she was, uh, she was a very spiritual person and yeah. she, uh, you know, I would have never guessed she would have had the guts to do what she did. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know, uh, with all her courage, her yeah. homeless her homeless uh, uh, she, her houseless uh, <coughs> yeah. philanthropy that she did, and yeah. her, you know, making sandwiches and and mm-hmm. and going down and making sure people had blankets. And I mean, yeah. she did it. She did it. She went to places I would have been very afraid to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, and she did a, it by herself. A large woman, either. No, she was. But she, short, yeah. she just, she just, you know, put on yeah. her, her, she put on her spiritual armor, and she went down there, and mm-hmm. just, you know, and people, they loved her. She yeah, met, you met, she met a lot of people and kids that she talked to that cared <coughs> about her. No surprise whatsoever. Well, so, um, yeah, a good one has passed. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's part of. And that was that, and that's one of the things I mentioned is it's it's tough now at this age. This I'm gonna have oh to probably God. buy a jacket because can I tell you, I tried on all my jackets that I wore on the cruise ship five, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> I don't have any kind of formal wear at all at this point to wear. You're not big though, aren't you? Haven't well, tell my tell the buttons that. <laughs> 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 when I tried well, to wear it open. meet just, up in the just middle. Just wear it open. Oh, uh, that doesn't quite do it either. <laughs> then it's just silly. Okay. Anyhow, yeah, that's a sad thing. You know, 
it's did you end up just, more did you end up just wearing a, a sweater? Uh, just a shirt. I just wore a black shirt. A black shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because. That's what I had to offer. You didn't tuck it in, but though, did, did no, you? Tuck I didn't, it? No, I didn't. Okay, thank you. Because you were talking about, I can only tuck that's it in. That's what Catherine said. You can always tuck it in. And I thought, well, I'm not so sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure I can. <laughs> and sure enough, well, I couldn't. I was lucky I could scrape together a pair of leather black shoes for the thing. And, that didn't uh, kill your feet? Yeah, they're, they're okay. They're a little dressier, but... <sighs> Yeah, it's sad that we're, we're going to have to be dealing with this, and we're going to lose more people. And uh, well, on, a, on an up on an yeah. up note, though, yeah, I want to talk about. I got to meet. I got to meet you and our uh, you and Dwight for coffee yeah, before the service before Dwight I around. left for for Zilla. And our friend Dwight Slade, who was diagnosed about <laughs> a year and a half ago or two I'm years not ago, sure. yeah, about a year and a half ago. Okay. And uh, with uh, Parkinson's disease, mm-hmm. yep. and had to discontinue doing stand-up, which mm-hmm. we all were devastated. Yeah, about. he was like one of the heaviest hitters out in, there in the nation. He, yeah. yeah, he was. He, you know, he went Boston, he went San Francisco, he went Seattle, Seattle he went yeah. them all. He was yeah, the trifecta, was. and uh, he uh, and he's he's sixty. Now, I think he hit sixty. He might have been sixty-two, even something like that. Yeah, but he's, yeah. but he's. You would think he was in his forties. Yeah, he 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 keeps himself in good he's, shape. And he's, he's just a handsome he's guy just already, one of these so guys yeah, that yeah. just never aged. And yeah, uh, he's the guy they're looking for whenever agencies call and send me a when I get sent out on an audition for an insurance commercial, right, or something like that, yeah. where they want a healthy type, uh, you know, an active type. They want chiseled used to be model type right and he is a, <laughs> he could be getting that work he's, right yeah, now <laughs> he's a chiseled, yeah and so but we were so concerned about him and i yeah. you know we've and watching him you know his his struggle before he was completely diagnosed and mm-hmm. all that other stuff yeah. and um he uh he looks fabulous yeah he looks great and uh, he just looks great he's in good mental and emotional place right now too i think yes and he's he's writing and he's he's it's just i just lifted my spirits completely i just like oh thank god you know he's managing there you know parkinson's is not it they can live with it you can live with parkinson's disease now you can you know and it's uh they're managing it and he's just doing really well and um i think it you know, the fact that he flew over from Boise and... Yeah, you know, made the effort. Made the effort and came... Yeah, yeah it was just... Right. Which shamed the hell out of me. But <laughs> well, you had a really unique situation. I where, couldn't I mean, you this. created I this job. Yeah. You yeah. were the instigator. I talked, you talked him into, him into it, doing yeah. it. And then after it was all set in ink... Well, and you they find changed out the date for me. Uh, oh, they even changed the date yeah, for you. Yeah, they changed the date for oh, me. God. They wanted me to do it later in the month, and I mm-hmm. wanted it to tie it to another gig that I was going to be coming oh, from. Oh, man. And they changed the date for uh, me. So then. That was more advantageous for them. Yeah. And they said, well, we'll switch it around and see if we can reschedule this other one, right. which they did. Right. And, yeah. and then, then oh, the gig that I was supposed to do before the gig, that, that fell out. Oh, God. Yeah. That fell out a week and a half before I was going to do even it. Even then, you can't cancel. No, I can't cancel. And then they schedule this memorial like a week or two before, two weeks before 
No, like th- well after you'd already set your gig. Yeah, I yeah. You know. I, and and, and you can't call and say, "Oh, I just meant you should do it in theory." I was just thinking generally this would be a good idea. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. You pick the date. And you pick I, the venue. And you know, I asked Bahia Mud to do it with me, and Bahia mm-hmm. is not is not a feature act. Yeah, she's strong. She's, yeah, really she's very strong, strong. Yeah. and she's you know this is her home. This is her home turf. Right, true. And I yeah. didn't really want her to do that in that yeah. in that venue, but she was like, no, no, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, so I mm-hmm. threw her some extra money, but it um, it worked out really well. Um, it's a music venue, so they had to not just rearrange; they had to rearrange a band. Oh, oh. So that was like. I just can't call them and tell them I can't do it. No. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't an option. Yeah. Well, you know, people um, but understood. Everybody I talked to knew that um, and you I was really disappointed. You I would have be been there. just a blubbering <coughs> idiot. I wouldn't have been able to speak. Well, I can't argue with that. I, would, I, still, would have, <laughs> I would still would have had you read the thing for me. Because, <laughs> because while we yeah. talked about this, I got side, I got sideswiped by... Um, Oh, at Boats' memorial, memorial yeah. and which was... You said you weren't going to go up, and then they said, I, and now... Val asked me, and I said, <laughs> I don't think I can do it, yeah, Val. Right. I don't think I can do it. And right. and then Phil uh, Stafford... Stanford, Stanford, yeah. Stafford, Stanford uh, who was officiating at the, at the memorial, calls my name, and I'm standing there by Ron Osborne, and I'm just, I'm already in tears. I yeah, can't even, right? you know, because people were, Phil had done this lovely speech about boats and about, you know, yeah. and his memories and stuff, and I was just, you know, I was yeah. just a puddle, and he kept saying, Susan, Susan. Oh, God. And I'm just come standing there go, what's Susan? Clap if you want Susan to I, come up I'm here. I'm not even <laughs> thinking, you know, and Ron goes, it's you. I oh. go, no. No, 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 no. And I had nothing. I mean, I had nothing prepared. Mm -hmm. Well. I made fun of his middle name. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's what I did. Yeah. It was, you know, and I I thought, I can't do this. I I didn't really have much prepared. I had a few points I wanted to make. Yeah. And I had uh, the one story I wanted to get out. But really what I wanted to do was to speak from the heart. Mm. And talk conversationally like I would be talking to you across the table, right. uh, you know, just yeah. to make it genuine. That was yeah. my whole goal. It wasn't to make it a politics. John speech said it was it wonderful. It certainly D- wasn't. Don Don Green texted me and said, Art did such a great job. That's so. great. Anyway. Well, I, just, I was talking from the heart. Like I say, I wanted to uh, help them process. And uh, it felt good. It feels good to and be able to And anybody out there who's ever had yeah. to go to a memorial and speak... You yeah. know how hard it is. So yeah, it's, it's already hard. You know, I, I cried at Boats's. I cried at Dave's. Oh, Dave's was I was a puddle. And I cried uh, the other day. Yeah, you know, you got to cry sometimes, I guess. <laughs> it's better to cry for someone than cry about yourself. That's true. So that's true. Anyway, upon uh, that, I I haven't seen you since you returned. I saw yeah. you for coffee right after you. We had coffee. You got home on Thursday, and I saw you Friday. Right. And uh, what, uh, so tell us, how long did it take you to get down there? You went, he went to L.A. to see Liam. Or, yeah. yeah, Catherine and I drove down, um, stayed at Williams, uh, had a nice little hot tub that nobody was using. It was great. Oh, that's to nice. To soak out the day. Did you check your skin out later? Well, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, we have fine. a story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And anyhow, um, yeah, it was full. We, uh, I told Liam going down there, now look, I know you have to work. Your job takes priority. Right. We do not want to interfere in any way with that. No, you're, you're big kids. You can take care of yourselves. Yeah, that's when there's plenty we can do. I wanted to see Augie, which I got to. Uh, I wanted to see Kathy Ladman, which I got to do. Which, happy birthday, Kathy. Yeah. She won't listen, but I hope she... And she looks great. Kathy, I got to tell you, the stress has receded from her face since she's made the decision. It has. I saw a picture of her on her birthday dinner night. She looks fabulous. She looks so much better. She looks, she just, you could feel it in her presence. And that was wonderful. We got to do, not only did we get, Liam said, oh, we don't really have anything. Um, His boss, Brandon, my Brandon's going to be out of town until Tuesday. And then we're going to start working on when he gets back. And so I have whatever time you want with. Oh, fun. And, you know, he spent a lot of time. We got all the time we could hope for with him. We got Aww. to do so much. Let me tell you, we uh, we uh, we were tourists. We did all the fun tourist stuff. In we went LA, to yeah. uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yeah, which is right across the street from Kimmel's Theater. Yeah, exactly, right? Took a picture of that and took a picture of all the little bricks and the handprints and everything. And God, I lived a block away from that shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, um... <clears throat> This movie we saw, by the way, was Amsterdam, which I highly recommend. It's it's about a coup attempt back in the 30s by oligarchs. By uh, basically, in in real life, it was Ford and uh, another um, their version of Rupert Murdoch at the time, and some other just million million millionaire billionaire types. Henry that, Ford is who you're speaking about. Yeah, Henry Ford. Okay. That were trying to install a general in a place of Roosevelt, his first term. And we were being supported by the Nazi party, by the way, at the time. They, they, were, they wanted to get rid of the democracy back in the 30s. Oh, this sounds good. It's really interesting, really fascinating. Okay. And I don't want to give away too much plot line, but um, it's... Uh, it's a and really good movie. And you saw a movie at at, at, at the Grauman's. Yeah. You know, I had I lived yeah. there for how long, yeah, and right? I never saw a movie at Grauman's. Oh, uh, you know, it's one of those things you don't think to be a tourist when you live there, right? No, and I just thought I don't want to stand in line with all those people. But you know something, oh, I sh- I now I'm I never went to the Hollywood Bowl, and I yeah. literally lived three blocks from the Hollywood Bowl. Can I tell you the room seats seven nine hundred something like that? There couldn't have been thirty people there. In the show. Get out. So we had room to stretch out and get away from whatever COVID germs were (laughs) in there. It was, uh, we practically, it was a private screening. It was great. And Liam, of course, when we got there, walked down onto the stage and looked up into the crowd because he wanted to feel that. Oh, that's awesome. I just love to see the way Liam visualizes. He's good at that. And I we didn't I didn't instill that in him. He just he he well he did read the secret. Catherine gave him that book, but he's really good at visualization. That's wonderful. And um, imaging things into his life, and that's why he has the job he has. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a wonderful experience and a wonderful movie. We uh, <clears throat> we also went to Paramount Study uh, Paramount Studios tour. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't. I never did that one. I lived down there. It didn't occur to me. But, is that uh, is that that's not. What's the one out in the valley that everybody goes where there's Jaws? And uh, Universal. Universal. That's we thought I, about that. I did Universal with the kids that when came like down. That sounds like fun. But that it sounds was like fun. A more of an amusement park. 
Yeah. But you went to Paramount. Paramount, which was more awesome. like driving you on a little cart by, past all the sets that are, they're actually filming TV shows right. and things. And, That's awesome. And watching all the people with their little headsets and walking around and, cool. um, and then they take you down to the, the street, this New York section. That's yeah, all New yeah. York fake storefronts. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a really fun day. We got a couple of mugs, you know, we were just tourists. We were just full on tourists and, and loved every bit of that. We got to go see a, a, the, a, a restaurant that you have heard of called, uh, in at the Ray or something like that. Yeah. Or it's spirit, up in, no spirit of the Ray. It's up in Tahunga Canyon. Tahunga. Yeah. That's where all the, that's Tahunga in the sixties and seventies was where, there was a lot of musicians that lived up there. That's what I understand. Yeah, and right. also in Laurel and Laurel, uh, Canyon, yeah. Laurel Canyon too. Yeah. It just it was that was the that was the place. Well, it's because it's idyllic. It's very um, it's rustic. Yeah. You know, this this restaurant had little nooks and crannies with separate tables. They had a little a Buddhist sculpture uh, with uh, incense coming off of it, and right. it was just had the the whole vibe. It was like you're in Midsummer Night's Dream. It nice. was just absolutely stunning voted i guess at one point the most romantic restaurant in the greater la uh, metropolitan yeah. um and I, I guess uh taylor swift and dua lipa uh i can't remember who her other guest was had a reception there and uh you know it's just it was just beautiful stunningly beautiful place and then we and you guys, did back. you have to get reservation no there was we got there right at the end of lunchtime and there, there was hardly anybody left so. awesome yeah it was perfect and then uh, we looked at a uh, Catherine's grandparents' um, <coughs> houses that they had lived in in Santa Monica, and um, oh, you guys went down to Santa Monica. Yeah, that's just a, you know you go to Santa Monica, then up the re road a little bit to Tahunga Canyon. Yeah. Oh, you oh it's yeah it is over on that side. Yeah, yeah it it's is pretty over close on that to side. that. So that I was think nice. To Tahunga from the valley. I always think Tahunga yeah. from the valley. Oh, I see. You Tahunga. can get there that way. Yeah, yeah you can get you better. You can get from. And from we almost went back that way, but. We ended up going back the way we came, and then there was such traffic. It was stop-and-go traffic at one stretch. So we peeled off and went up through the hills where oh, all the stars live. Yeah. And those are little tiny little windy roads. I can't. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be accidents up there all the time because people come flying around those corners just blind, and it's tight little corners. Yeah. And um, I, the whole time I'm like, oh, Jesus, don't hit a Rolls Royce. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit a Jaguar. Don't, don't hit a Kardashian. Don't These, hit a Kardashian. The whole don't time I'm like, oh, God damn it. These people have better lawyers than I do. Just don't hit me. <laughs> Were you in Liam's car? No, no, we drove our my car down. Oh, there. that's right. You we had, had the, the Prius, you had yeah. the Prius. Okay. Right. So, and then we had Susan, her friend in the back, who was like a tour guide. She used to work for a creative artist. She worked for one of the co-founders of Creative Artists. Was the personal assistant for years and right. years. Okay. So she drove all around picking up things and yeah. running errands in all the areas and knows who lives where. You know, that's what it takes. Is you yeah. have to be in your car a lot in L.A. to yeah. know L.A. Yeah. Otherwise, right. it's just... It's too much. Yeah, you it's can't... I mean, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but Liam loves that. He eats that up. He loves history of L.A., yeah. Hollywood history. It's just he's all about that. Well, he so, should go... He should yeah. He should hit some estate sales that are really fabulous. Yeah. I mean, you get on that list and oh, all this, yeah. those are so amazing. Yeah, he's been to some flea markets, but that's not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to be right. He needs you, to if you If you just, you, you have to look for them. They're in yeah. the trade sometimes. We saw one gonna, on the way to Santa Monica, but we were like, eh, we're not going to make lunch if we stop here. Because some of those estate sales are just off I the I can charts, imagine. Those the neighborhoods? Oh. Well, and they have, 
good God. you know the memorabilia and stuff yeah. that people are getting rid of is True. just unbelievable oh, yeah God. so yeah yeah there was so much to do we fit everything into the week that we wanted to wow and, and, and that's amazing you rarely get to do that that's great and um yeah we got to go out these beautiful dinners every night um like i said we saw kathy down in santa monica and uh afterwards uh, we went to there was we were getting to my car across the street there was this guy walking these two massive dogs one a great dane and the other one or no a great dane or like a irish wolfhound something like that and the other one was like a big black mastiff or something like mm-hmm. that big uh too hairy and too hot too, for that just area. A, the head the size of a shark yeah you know one of those kind of dogs yeah. and he was just <laughs> just freaking out yeah. And uh, we're like, what the hell's going on? Is there, there's like a homeless person walking up to him? Mm-hmm. And what it was, <clears throat> they had these little two or three foot high robots, the delivery robots, that just go down the street. Oh. <laughs> and the dog was just losing his shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> this little robot was coming down the street towards it. A delivery robot? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They have a delivery oh robots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How right? do they do that? Don't ask me, but that's what they're for. They actually, we went to a sushi bar that has, you order uh, drinks and a little robot comes around, plays music and zzz, 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 comes up to your table and there's a tray when you take the drinks You're off. You're kidding. It, and then it goes zzz, and takes off and goes back to the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre, isn't it? Oh, no kidding. That Freaky. would just be so strange. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, that's, I got to see that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, right. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he, that was why he took us to this uh, sushi bar where you just, you order it yeah. on a screen up by your table. And then like a couple of minutes later, there's a con- one conveyor belt with stuff going by all the time and another conveyor conveyor belt where it just goes and then stops at your table. And there's your, there's your food and a little ding, ding, ding goes off and <laughs> And you grab your sushi off of there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was crappy, horrible food, but it was fun. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it was terrible. Well, Cold rice, you know. Oh, nothing's worse. No, no. I, especially yeah. sushi. You got to have decent sushi. Yeah. You don't want to eat it. It's no, like, oh, God, it no. wasn't. It wasn't great. There's, I'm sure, a ton of really good sushi places down there, but uh, oh yeah, uh, that's, we didn't go to them. <laughs> did you did you did you eat a lot? Now he he lives up in near Silver Lake, right? Yeah, right. So did you eat in Silver Lake a lot? Yeah, or did you, yeah we did. That's we had beaut- that's a great little area. My favorite meal of the whole trip, Figaro Bistro. Um, I think it's on Sunset. If I remember, it was on Sunset. Uh, it was a French cafe. That was like pretty authentic. I mean, even the decor, it was it was from like the 50s. You could tell it's been there for ages. And the food, oh, everything was just perfect. The croissants, I'm telling you, man. Really? I had the, yeah, ham and cheese. Uh, I bought Molly Ringwald a, a, a cocktail when oh. she, before she was uh, 18 or before uh-huh. she was 21 uh-huh. down at Owl and the Pussycat on, on oh, really? Sunset. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I looked at her and, and she goes, she goes, can I ask you a question? I go, what do you want? <laughs> she goes, thanks. <laughs> I said, I wasn't drinking. So uh-huh. I just said, so I ordered something and I just kind of pushed it over towards her. And she, thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, but Figueroa, it's Figueroa's, Figaro. Figaro Bistro. Bistro. Yeah, that was a delicious meal. There's just, you know. Where, so did you Ar- where did you and, where did you and Augie and Dax go? Uh, cafe in uh, North Hollywood in Toluca Lake, actually. That's the other one that might have been missing yesterday that didn't know. It was Augie. Augie? Yeah. You don't think you knew? 
I, I bet he didn't. Well, we talked about her. He told me a great story about... Um, um, We're talking um, about Augie Smith, ladies and gentlemen. That's the um, a wonderful comedian who has a dry bar out right now that you should be watching. It's wonderful. It's terrific. Um, yeah, but, killing. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the, the comic's name that everybody loves so much down here who committed suicide a few years back, uh, originally from Seattle. Um, uh, kind of a tall Richard guy. Richard Bain? No, oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, Brody Stevens. Brody Stevens, who lived down there. He told, he told me the funniest story, and thanks, Augie, I'm going to retell it. But uh, Brody bumping into, he's how he always remembered the spouse's names, like most of us don't. No, yeah, and that's true. He, he saw Julie walking down the street, and he His, and Augie's like, wife. hollered across the way. He said to her, Julie, Augie's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brody. Brody from... Uh, Brody doesn't work Cleveland anymore because he had a bad guest set. <laughs> and then he come, comes up to her, and it's their third child. No, their second child, I guess. Dottie. This is, this is before, when Dottie, yeah. When Dottie was born. Uh -huh. Yeah, and he comes up, and he goes, so this is your latest, huh? And he, he looks down at her and kind of leans in and looks a little closer. And, and then he leans back and kind of throws his arms out and goes, she looks fine. <laughs> He was loved. He was loved. I guess there's they have a billboard to him down there, or a mural, rather, to him down there now, and they have a Brody Stevens Day or weekend. I mean, yeah. You know who Talk got hit hard with that in our, with our, in, within our circle? Susan Jones. Oh, they were close? Susan and he were very yeah. close. She had to clean out his apartment. Oh, God. Yeah, it was yeah. very difficult. <coughs> yeah. yeah. He sounded like a really wonderful, wonderful. truly funny God almighty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... and uh, Walk the edge all the time on stage. Yeah. Walk the edge. Yeah. Every, I mean, he was a comics comic to begin with. Yeah, right. You know, and then, and then, but he found where he belonged, which was L.A. He needed to be down there. Yeah. You know, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, you never know what goes through yeah, someone's head. Yeah, it's very difficult. And he had just, he, yeah. anyway, yeah, he had just done, uh, he had just come back and just blown up um, San Luis Obispo mm -hmm. Comedy Festival. Yeah. Just blown it up. And right. Came home and everybody's got the people have their demons sometimes, and yeah, you just don't just know. Just ended it, yeah. It's very sad, but that's yeah, a great story. That's yeah, a great story. Yeah. She seems fine. She seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love looking at babies and going, yeah. "Wow, that sh oh my god, how very average." Yeah, I know. You know, it's just <laughs> really just another white child in the world. Way to go, good for you. That's what Boat said. <laughs> His father one time um, was showing a baby, and look, this is our new one. And he's like. Oh, how about that and stuff and then after she <laughs> left the room he goes i didn't want to say anything but that is the ugliest baby i've ever seen <laughs> you know because newborns are never, not always, no no they're not always glowing no, no they're not no they smell good though they smell yeah. good but, um so that was good to see augie and dax jordan uh we all had a nice breakfast uh yeah. Is Dax married? Na Dax is yeah, married. Yeah, he's remarried. Now. Yeah, happily so. I, I'm glad to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. great. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. He did. Yeah, look he looks good. great. Yeah, yeah. He looks, young. He looks thin. young too. He's going to be he's, one of those guys. He's one of those thin guys. He's just yeah. going to be young looking forever. So. Yeah. Right. Anyway, well, I, and so you had just this great trip, and then everything. Did was you just take perfect. two days to drive back? Or yeah, one we day? took two days down, two days back, and uh, it's just well. Um, we had to stop. Um, 
pee about every hour and a half. I swear the whole trip. I know. So you know, six and a quarter hour trip turns into a seven and a half hour trip and that kind of thing. But and then on the way back, um, we stayed at a different ho- hotel, which looks great in the pictures. But then you get there and it's a motel, which you can't really tell from the website. I hate that. It's a little courtyard motel. And I, th- I thought I'd done a search for places with hot tubs because we needed it, and it didn't have a hot tub. It had a little fountain next to the lobby right. there. But it's like, well, but we, should, we should just hop in and see what they do. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, it was all right. It was clean enough. It was tiny as it could be, so we were careful about We had to be creative about how to set our, our stuff in there. And then uh, <clears throat> the kicker, so we get home and we're just shattered, you know, we're tired from this mm-hmm. two-day drive. And you've and, been together 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. And then 11.30 at night, I'm like, I can't stay awake anymore. I got to go to bed. And she notices a bite on her ankle. And in her mind, oh, it's a bed bug bite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So as a preventative measure, then we just spent the last three days... Um, there's been no other evidence of it, let me tell you. There's no other bites, and we haven't seen anything. But for the last three days, that immediately upon seeing that, we took all our stuff out of the bedroom, out of the house, and put it on the porch, put right. it out in the back patio, took it all outside right. so we could deal with it the next day, took all the bedding. We stripped the bed that the suitcases were sitting on, everything. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. All, all shoes, everything went out. So we just spent the last three days uh, with her. She has a professional-grade steamer, like steaming all the clothes and washing them. You know, ones we could wash in hot water, we were washing in hot water and drying. And uh, that was a task, let me tell you. Oh, my God. That, it's just, you want to just relax and just sit. Nope. But it's been, uh, finally, <sighs> we got everything washed and steamed. And there doesn't seem to be any more evidence. But and then she started thinking she had a, it was a chigger bite. She seems to think that's what it was, but not from what... Not a mosquito bite? It's not a... Well, because it was like five little bites around next to each other, you know, and that's some other... It could have been a little teeny spider for that matter. We don't know. It could have been. It could have been a lot of things, but... uh, It could have been a flea bite, too, just a flea bite. It might have been. It might have been a flea. Yeah, but although I've, I've had... And I didn't have any bites, so... You know, I fumigated my car. Right. I set off uh, bed bug spray in there and <laughs> shut the windows. Goes. We did everything we could think of to do. Oh, my God. You know, God help you. You, you, you know, do get uh, think of all the years we've been on the road. And not had And that. not had. And, yeah. and there was one time mm-hmm. when I was in, I yeah. was at uh, the Silver Legacy in Reno. I was working, I was working for Catch. And uh, not that that matters. But I was, you know, but it's a nice hotel. Right. And uh, they gave us nice rooms. I had a really nice room. And I got up the next morning, and I had bites. Mm. And I looked at the bed, and yeah. I, I thought there were fleas. Oh. And I went, oh, I got to get the hell out of here. And I remember uh, I hadn't taken much out of my suitcase. Yeah. So I, and it had been zipped up. Yep. And so I didn't, but I found a laundromat. And yeah, I said, right. I need this. I mean, I went down and they said, don't go to a laundromat. We'll do it for you. So huh. they did my laundry oh, wow. and changed rooms. Wow. And I came back and I never, I kept asking them, what, did you guys go in and look at that? Did you see anything? And they go, 
Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. But they never said bed bugs. So uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, oh shit. I'm sure that's just an absolute I thought somebody just brought their dog in there with them. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh but gross. I hear they're out there a lot, but I yeah, I've been lucky. I've stayed in a hundreds, thousands and of And we've hotels. stayed in condos and everything else yeah, too. You know, right. it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, very I stayed in a condo in Dallas where I think they just came in and the exterminators just threw a handful of new cockroaches down. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> I know. Well, and and uh, the one at Wits End. Oh my God, I never that was that one. so bad. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. You, I brought my own sheets. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did. I brought my own sheets, uh-huh. and I and and I took blankets, and I took them and I threw them in the dryer and just dried the whole, yeah. not wet, just dried the holy yeah. Jesus out of them to kill anything oh, in there yeah. and put those down on the bed, then put my sheets down, Oh, okay. that kind of thing, because yeah. I just, yeah. it was too gross. It's creepy, yeah. And I, that, the last time I worked there, I said, you're getting me a hotel because I'm staying at that condo. And I got to tell you, too, after you, you even say the word bed bugs, for the next week, every time you get an itch, any oh, one of your body, no kidding. you're slapping at it oh. like a crack addict. Ah! You know? <laughs> Oh like, de- like you're detoxing. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in line at the grocery store just slapping uh, yourself. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, but yeah. good. So you uh, kind of missed out on, I don't know how far out we are here. We got uh, 12 minutes? minutes left on this SIM card. Okay. Well, I just, um, uh, you missed a big week in the news, which is probably yeah, right? the way to do it. Uh, yeah, right. I we all went through the. Uh, pay the, attention. Uh, we went through the. Uh, the January sixth latest. Yeah, that hearing was. I got the highlights. I watched Colbert every yeah, night. And, yeah, yeah, we got the highlights, yeah. and that's kind of. But, but from beginning to end, which I watched it from beginning to end. Right. Fucking amazing. Yeah. They have a producer for those things because I'm uh, telling you, it's so organized. Yeah. Every clip was right there on. Nobody had to stop yeah. and go, where's the clip? This yeah, kind of thing. Right. It was right there, ready to go. Yeah, that's great. They were, it was succinct. Uh, they all had a point to make. Yeah. And video to back it up with. Yeah. And it was really, really, it was, it was powerful. That's great. I found it really powerful. And then, and you could almost see Liz Cheney <laughs> smiling, you know, from ear to ear. Yeah. Now, I'm going to preface this with I'm a woman uh, who is not a, a conservative woman. And most of what Liz Cheney has stood for in the past, I have disagreed with vehemently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I, I admire, I, I, will not, I will not badmouth this woman as a, as a human being. She is, she's, she's fighting the right fight this time. Right. Should she be in power? My guess is they're going to run her. I think they'll run her for gu- for for president. Yeah, I, think I wouldn't she's, be surprised. I think yeah. I think the GOP wants there's, to get. Behind I'm sure that. there's a movement to do that. You know, uh, but, uh, and I would hate to have to vote my first woman president yeah. uh, would be Liz Cheney. That mm. would break my heart yeah, because be sad, she is it? not. Uh, She's, she's not on the on the she's side still of the Republican. people. No, she's, yeah. she's still she wants on to the, keep a democracy. You'll say that for her. Yeah, she wants to keep the democracy, but she also wants to keep the big money. Yeah, in she business. wants to keep yeah corporates. Yeah, she taking care of corporations. All that stuff. Like yeah, all so years. she's not she's not on my, but on spectrum. But um, she, uh, but when when 
they said they were going to subpoena him. Yes. Yeah. And that, you know, the internet blew up and, right. and, and TikTok blew up. But, right. you know, my, my contention is, okay, that means we have two and a half months. He's put off his depositions mm-hmm. for uh, uh, E. Jean Carroll, who he raped in right. the 90s. Yeah. For 25, 35 years now, he's been putting this a whole thing off. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it's, and he's supposed to do it this week. He can't, he can't get out of the deposition this week. This is the one thing he can't, he can't get out of this deposition he's got with. What are the consequences? That's the trouble. I mean, were they going to actually put him in jail? It's a civil, no, it's a civil suit. Right. But he can't claim, he can't claim, and she's got DNA. Yeah. So they need to get a DNA sample and that's what they want. Yeah. But it's past the it's past the um, the uh, the limit the time limit for yeah. for charges. Right. But so it's a civil suit. But anyway, it's um, whether he's going to be able to, you know, he's going to put that subpoena off until January first. Oh. And then it and then it and then it expires. Yeah, he's going to stall, stall, stall. Of course yeah. he does. That's I mean, what it's, gonna, you know. But he does. And, uh, but hopefully his his lawyers will say, you know, put it off and he'll do exactly the opposite because that's what he does. If they tell him one thing, he does the other. Hard so. to say. And Hard yeah, to know. As long as the check ca- cla- cashes. I don't think he's been paying his lawyers. No, yeah, that's a trouble. Because the what GOP, check? Yeah. GOP stopped paying him. Right. They stopped paying his legal fees. They can't afford yeah. it. They're broke. Yeah, right. So... That was that was big, big mm-hmm. news. Yeah, and, um, right. And uh, just this morning, uh, it was bro. They, um, I heard that um, they have a uh, an employee, a Mar-a-Lago employee or employee, Trump employee that has actually seen um, was told to move documents from Mar-a-Lago to his mm-hmm. to his uh, golf residence. Wow. So, uh, his golf club. So they're going back. Yeah. The FBI is going back. They're going back in. Good. Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, the speculation is, you know how I feel. Enough with the speculation. Put him in handcuffs, walk him out, give the nation that, and let the lawyers figure it out later on. On their dime, not on ours. I'm tired of this shit. We are paying attorneys the DOG, I mean, it's unbelievable how much rec- this man has cost this, this nation just yeah. in legal fees. Yeah. So it's time for his, mm-hmm. just put him in handcuffs. We've got enough evidence. Take you know, him that's, away. That's how I closed my talk about Donna. Did you? I said, uh, my one thing that I think a lot of us are really sad about is that she didn't li- live long enough to see Trump in handcuffs. And that right. got a real response. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry to get political. Not everybody agrees with me, but you it's, all knew her. It's Donna. You <laughs> knew Donna. Yeah. And you yeah. knew I'm right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and that would raise yeah. the dead. She'd probably come back for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She'd make an appearance. Well, this has been fun. And I know we, we're, we're yeah. running out of SIM cards, so we got to end it. Yes. Um, good to see you again, my yeah, friend. Yeah, this has been good. Yeah. I, uh, um, we don't know. What's going to happen next if we're going to do, we'll, we'll do at least one more. Yeah. Because uh, we want to have Dwight on. And and if nothing else, we talked about losing a friend and Art and I realized that maybe we'll keep doing this off and on because you got to tell your friends when you love them. Yeah. And I love you. No, I love you too. All right. So 
Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Just for the record, she's tearing up a little bit. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's Susan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>